This is Dave LaGreca of Busted Open, and I know two extremely passionate fans about AEW, Paul Zartman and Tanner Lee. That's right, Paul and Tanner. I love what they bring to the table on the Kicking Out Podcast. That's right, the Kicking Out Podcast with Tanner Lee and Paul Zartman. Are you listening to me? If you want the latest on AEW and you're an AEW fan and you want to get the scoop, you listen to Paul and Tanner right now on all podcast forums. I'm talking, you go to the podcast store, you lay down your money, and you buy the Kicking Out podcast. You do it now. If you love AEW, you'll love Tanner and Paul. It is Wednesday night. It's June 15th, 2022. A brand new episode of the Kicking Out Podcast coming at you. I'm Tanner Lee, along with my co-host, who is back this week, Paul Moose Zartman. What's going on, Paul? Uh, Ready for Forbidden Door so I can get my gold back. I feel a little lost. I hope you've been studying your new Japan. I have. I've been watching it every time it comes up on my TV. That's probably a good thing, because uh, Austin was definitely showing off his New Japan knowledge last week. Yeah, well, you know, you know. It, it, it's just plain and simple. If I lose at Forbidden Door, I'm just going to pull a Taz and create my own title and bring it on the show. I'd be interested to see what that looks like. And then never defend it. Well, Ever. I am, uh, like I announced last week on the podcast, or maybe it was even the week before, I am out of Forbidden Door. So just you, you and are. Austin. So I got to wait till all out. To try to win uh, my first title, so yeah, well, yeah, your first of the new rebranded KFC right. championship. Well, even the old one, I think I only won one time. So, uh, yeah. uh, I, I need to start studying harder or something. I don't know. Maybe I need to take some more <laughs> chances. I, I don't know. I got to figure something out. Well, uh, the last time you lost was because you took some pretty big chances, and That's that true. chances have never turned out well for either one of us. Well, and, and I'm not mad. At losing that double or nothing, it came down to the main no. event. I mean, it yeah. was as close as I could get. So, I wasn't close. No, no, you you swang and whiffed on a few, but th- hey, that's okay. Sometimes you got to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it happens. Uh, like I said, it'll come back at Forbidden Door, and it'll come home where it belongs. Uh, we will see. Come uh, next Sunday, going to be a fun event. Um, Dynamite tonight. We're starting to figure out some of the matches going into Forbidden yeah, Doors. So I know that's nice. Finally, I was getting a little nervous. I'm like, are they going to wait till the last week to start announcing everything? But we finally got a good slate tonight. Yes, we did. So uh, without further ado, I say we just dive right into this. Well, well, before we get into this, let's, let's talk about the big AEW news of the week. I think we got a hit on it. Oh, Jeff Hardy. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, Jeff Hardy arrested. Uh, early Monday morning, I believe it was down in down in Florida, making his way back to North Carolina. Um, basically, this is Jeff's third DUI in ten months. You know, I saw something, and I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, it is true, but uh, I feel like it was a little of a low blow. But again, it's the internet; it's wrestling fans. What do you expect? It uh, said, congratulations to Jeff Hardy on being the first ever Triple Crown DUI winner. Yeah, that's a low blow. That's not even cool at all. No, it's not. And it had a lot of likes. And I'm like, really, you guys? The guys clearly, I mean, if, like, I follow uh, Rebby on TikTok. And some of the stuff, I mean, she released a pretty lengthy video talking about it. And she was getting emotional during it. So, I mean, there's clearly something else going on with Jeff and thoughts out to him and his family as they deal with this. So I just hope he finally gets the help that he obviously needs. Um, Yes, because I mean, and I hate to say this, you know, three DUIs in that short time span. How many other times is this going on? He just doesn't get caught. Exactly. I mean, I'm afraid if, if he doesn't get help, he's getting up killing himself or killing somebody 
eventually. Yeah. And, you know, then, like, for me, it raises the question, you know, uh, WWE accused him of being drunk when he walked out on that match. He says, I wasn't. I was sober. You know, now it, it does become a question. Were you, though? Right. Right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Jeff's fought demons for years. You know, everybody says he's the nicest guy outside the ring. And he seems like it from all the media appearances and everything I've seen over the years, but it's, it's obvious these demons and addictions, a disease that's so hard to overcome. Um, these demons are getting the better of him, And I really hope he gets the help uh, he needs. Tony Khan came out yesterday. AEW is suspending Jeff Hardy without pay until he goes through rehab. So, yeah, but it looks like they're willing to, if I read it correctly, they're willing to help him on this road. Um, yes. Yes. And so. he's willing to get help. It sounds like now. Yeah. Earlier, th- earlier this year, the WWE wanted to get him in rehab and he turned it down. So, right. And again, I think it was probably more of the situation uh, and who was around again. Matt wasn't there. He, he had no family there in the WWE at that point. And now he's got his family there. And for, you know, from everything I've heard, TK is like, works his hardest to be a good friend with everybody while still being the boss. So, yeah, it's just too bad for everybody involved. Uh, the timing was awful for the Hardys. I honestly think they were going to win the tag team titles tonight and get that one last nostalgia run. Maybe they still will eventually, but that's definitely on the back burner for now. And, uh, and you know, Matt, and I'm sure Matt Hardy, I mean, this isn't his main worry and priority. His main worry is, of course, the health of his brother, but. Matt Hardy's AEW run just has not every time it looks like it's got to click something, something happens. Yep. Whether it be an injury for somebody he's, you know, working in a program with or himself. Now, Jeff, poor guy can't catch a break. No, he can't. So, uh, best wishes, like you said, to Jeff Hardy and his family and his friends. Uh, hopefully he comes back better than ever eventually. Oh, and I think he will. I think he will. If he's truly dedicated to going through rehab this time, this time next year, he'll walk back through the entrance ramp or down the entrance ramp, and he'll be a whole different person. I hope you're right because uh, it, it's got to stop. Yeah, I mean, he's get, he's in the headlines way too often. It's just got to stop. And maybe those swanton bombs will actually involve him rolling off of them instead of just falling on them. Maybe, maybe. So, uh, so we will see. We will see uh, what happens on his hopefully road to recovery. So, yes. But with all that said, unless you have any more other thoughts, let's get into tonight's AW Dynamite. I'm ready. To, road, from, road Rager. Road Rager. I road say. Rager. And of course, it kicks off as it always does with JR welcoming everybody to the broadcast. It's Wednesday night, and you know what that means? It's AW Dynamite. He welcomes in Excalibur and Tony Schiavone. And we get right into our first match, which is a hair versus hair match. Jericho versus Ortiz. Did you think this was going to be the opener? I was trying to figure out what the opener was going to be. I thought it was going to be Dax against Will Ospreay. I kind of was feeling that way too. And then the uh, Jericho Appreciation Society stuff hits and I'm, oh, okay, we're doing hair versus hair right off the bat. In this match, I got to be honest, going into the night, I was intrigued just because of the stipulation. Uh, The matchup between just Ortiz and Jericho itself and ring didn't really appeal to me, but it exceeded my expectations. I thought it was a really good match. Yeah, um, you know, everyone's brawling outside and inside the ring. Uh, We see Fuego Del Sol come out of nowhere, hit Ortiz with a bat, allowing Jericho to pick up the win. And then we reveal that Sammy Guevara is back with Jericho. Well, you know, at first I'm like, I actually, for a second, thought it was Fuego. I'm like, this, but this just doesn't make sense. He's never on Dynamite. He hasn't been involved in anything. And then I went before Sammy reveals himself under the mask. I kind of look at the, the body figure. I'm like, that's not Fuego. Yeah, that was my thing. They're like, oh, it's Fuego Del Sol. And I happened to look real quick because I had, I kind of knew how this match was going to go because throughout the whole match, they were talking about Jericho being bald and he'll have to get a wig and going on tour with Fozzie is going to look weird. And I'm like, all right, he's not losing this match commentary spent too much time talking about his hair for him to lose this match yeah and jericho coming out yesterday or aw maybe posted it and then jericho retweeted it and posted on his instagram of what he would look like bald just him doing that i was like yeah he's not losing this match yeah and uh so when they said it was fuego i looked real quick and went that's not fuego 
No way. I thought it was good, though. It was a good swerve. It was. Uh, Sammy and, and, and Tay Conte being in the Jericho Appreciation Society, I'm fine with it. It definitely makes them heels. Jericho back with Hager, or, or Sammy back with Hager and Jericho against a pr- Proud and Powerful. I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm all yep. good with it. The, the one thing that bothered me about this match was it took the other guys forever to come down to the ring. Utah, yeah. Santana, those guys. So, And even commentary mentioned it. They're like, what took you guys so long to get down here? And It might have been Regal who said it. but And you had to not notice that uh, Brian Daniels said nowhere to be seen again, so he's obviously still on the shelf. Not good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure uh, how bad it is, but uh, there was talk of concussions, so that's never a good thing. Yeah, I thought I, I read somewhere it was one to two weeks, so hopefully maybe he'll be back next week. Maybe he can be on Forbidden Door, but I don't know. I feel like they would have tried to build something already if they thought he was coming back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, real quick, I, I know everybody keeps saying it's not going to happen. Do you think we could see Kenny Omega return at Forbidden Door? I'm starting to think so. Okay, because I noticed he, um, well, one, they redid the open again and pulled the Hardy Boys out of it, or the Hardys, yes, I guess that, I should yes, say. Yes, Um, But Omega was in there more now than he has been, which kind of threw me off. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, you know, some people think he could be getting close. Others say that he's not, no, nowhere near close. So yeah. We'll see. Uh, but uh, we'll, we'll talk about it later, the, the Switchblade era segment makes me think maybe i mean it's, okay. it's got to be it's got to be somebody big if, if okay. it's not one of those two guys so. and and the one final thing i'll, I'll touch on because i wasn't here last week mm-hmm. as everything was really taking off which is with uh mjf being removed from everything except the draft kings commercial i didn't catch that he's in there for just a second and i'm like wait a minute thought he was supposed to be off all advertisements if I'm AEW, I keep him off TV for a couple months. Oh, yeah. At least. Maybe, Bring maybe him he back. comes back at all out at the end of the show or something. Yeah. Or maybe a couple weeks after that even. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, all right. Next is the 20-on-1 handicap elimination match. Wardlow versus the Plaintiffs. I loved how they started this thing out. How it was like watching a courtroom TV show. Yeah, I I just was intrigued by what the pres- presentation of this was going to look like. Yeah. Um, then the rest of it was just fun. I mean, it's just, just a it fun It was. Segment. It was. Obviously, Wardlow defeated all 20 plaintiffs. Um, but uh, post-match, uh, Dan Lambert, as usual, gets on the microphone. He's I'm so getting... annoying. I just, uh, just take him off TV. Tells uh, Matt Hughes and Tyrone uh, Woodley to get in the ring and take out the trash. Which I reckon he was Matt Hughes a little bit. Um, Woodley, not so much. Um, right. I mean, I, I used to watch a, a decent amount of UFC, but for some reason I didn't recognize him. I had no clue who either one of these guys were, so it kind of, you know, news to me. <laughs> right. Um Wardlow says, oh, you guys are from uh, St. Louis. Uh, I'm, you know, we're both or we're all Midwest guys. They kind of agree to disregard Lambert's orders and they attack Mark Sterling instead. Yeah, I was fine with this. Uh, you knew Sterling was going to get a power bomb tonight. Um, I got to say, I do love the, I mean, I'm, I'm not an LA Lakers fan by any means, but I love that look of the TNT title on Scorpio with the Lakers colors, but yeah. It wouldn't have worked with anybody else, but... But I, I think he'll drop the title to Orlow. Oh, absolutely. That's exactly where we're going here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will Ospreay and Dax Harwood. I was excited for this match. I got to say, um, I only know of Will from uh, Warrior Wrestling. That's kind of where I've been introduced to him through. Mm-hmm. So I was excited to see this. Because, you know, anytime you see indie guys on big time, I mean, he's more than just an indie guy, yeah, clearly. He's the, he's the U.S. champion for uh, the IWGP U.S. champs. Yeah, but, you know, anytime you see a guy who's 45 minutes up the road wrestling on TV, right. it's great. Right. Oh, 
I, I said last week, Osprey, in my opinion, is a top five talent. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I will. Uh, and Dax can hold his own that. like he proved again tonight in Ooh. singles action. I mean, this match was the one on the card. Well, no, it was the number two on the card I was looking most forward to. I, I'm a ladder match. I love ladder matches. So that was the one I was looking forward to the most. But this match lived up to its expectations or maybe even exceeded them. It was it was a great match. <laughs> I know, yeah. I know our buddy and, and the KOP predictions champ, Austin Shepard, loved it. Oh, absolutely. He probably did drink some tequila while watching it. <laughs> and drank one for Dax. Yep. Um, this match, I mean, I going into this match, I had no clue who was going to win this. This oh, was thought, one of I, those. I thought there was no way Osprey was losing. Uh, but, you know, again. No way. It's one of those things that I figured Osprey would win, but it was one of those maybe there's that little bit of hope for Dax and I mean they did a lot of great close falls. Um and they oh, I mean, the yeah. story of the match was perfect, but oh. it'll be interesting for Ben Dork, like what company assuming it's not a split, what company gets the upper hand as as more uh, winners, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Osprey it's got to be AEW, but you you would think, you just but definitely got to get some win. I mean, some of their guys, some of their guys off sound can lose, right? Um, Osprey gets the win, as we mentioned, um, after hitting a Liger bomb in the Os cutter and a shot to the back of the head. Oh, that's a devastating finish. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's one of those. It's a finisher for a reason. Yeah, that it yeah, will finish the perfection. match. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, after the bell, United Empire came out, fought with the best friends, but were chased away by Orange Cassidy of all people. That threw me off. I, I didn't know when to expect him. A good pop from the crowd. The crowd still loves him some orange. Tanner doesn't, but the crowd does. Um, yeah, I thought this whole thing ended up being like a kind of like a cluster. Well, no, yeah. the cluster was actually no. The cluster was the I'm getting my segments back. So the cluster was the JAS coming the, up. Yeah. yeah, coming up. But uh, no, I mean we're gonna get Osprey against Orange for the IWGP US title at Forbidden Door. We're gonna get a six man tag next week with Osprey and the um, um, part of the United Empire. I forget what they call themselves off the top of my head. Um, the two guys uh, I'm blanking. But the, then we're gonna get yeah. um, Orange Cassie and Rapongi Vice on the opposite side. Should be good yeah. next week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, clearly. Um, now we're getting towards your segment. We've got John Moxley coming out uh, to have a face-to-face, and I'm going to butcher his name, so help me out here. Hiroshi Tanahashi? Tanahashi. Pretty close. Tanahashi. Okay. Ace. I was cool. The ace. Yes, yeah. the ace. Uh, Moxley says he has been chasing Tanahashi for a long time. He says all his work with the New Japan Pro Wrestling has always been about Tanahashi. Moxley believes he is the best pro wrestler on this planet, and they won't be calling Tanahashi ace for much longer. Says when the dust settles at Forbidden Door, Tanahashi will call Moxley ace, at which point Jericho comes out with Sammy and Ty saying this is his spot. Tanahashi then told Jericho to shut up. Lance Archer. Yes, it was. I See, I'm sitting there going, okay, does... You know, again, still learning New Japan. Does the guy know enough English to carry on a face-to-face here with a guy like Moxley? It, it was perfect. Not quite, but, but he, he, I mean, that was just fun. Jericho, was shut up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was great. But uh, Lance Archer and Desperado, along with the JAS, proceed to attack Tanahashi and Moxley. Jericho then confirmed that Ty and Sammy are part of JAS, which clearly was we knew that after yeah, the right. hair versus hair match right um and then uh tanahashi and moxley clear out the ring and stand face to face ahead of forbidden door it was nice to see that ortiz definitely shaved his head bald i'm glad they went through with that it wasn't just a little haircut he buzzed it all um lance archer uh, and, and um remind me of the other guy's name please uh, Desperado. Yeah, I knew he's one of the better light heavy light lightweights around the world. That was interesting. It just seems like JS keeps adding more and more people 
It's like, yeah. well, is this going to be the AEW's version of new NWO? Um, yes. But we said I, that with Inner Circle. But, but what I didn't like about the segment, I was really enjoying the Tanahashi and Moxley stuff. And then Jericho comes out, kind of rolled my eyes. And, uh, I mean, Jericho pretty much interrupted just to announce a six-man that doesn't involve either of those guys. Yes. So, yeah, which I agree with uh, DTA Pro Wrestling Live on YouTube via Twitch. Great heel turn, but JS getting dumb. Yeah. Moxley and Tanahashi take my money. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I, I'm already uh, put the money aside to order Forbidden Door just for this match. No, there's plenty of matches I want. But so we, we get it. We're getting a six man, which will be probably really good at Forbidden Door. But it's like, really? I mean, was that all needed just to announce that match? Yeah, I, I don't know. But yeah, you know, like DTA said there, JS is just getting dumb at this point. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it'll be interesting, interesting to see what direction they go with it after Blood and Guts. Yeah, which, can we talk about Ortiz here for a second? And he's also after pumped this? about Orange Cassidy and Osprey. Oh, that'll be good, too. That'll be good. Yeah, I'm not, and, I've, and I'm not shy about saying I'm not the biggest... Or, I, Orange Cassidy guy, but the guy can go in the ring. So, yes. you know, of course, like I said, Osprey can, in my opinion, top five in-ring talent around the world. So that'll be a good one. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I wanted to. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, they're long overdue. Probably oh, absolutely. Tan and Ortiz should have been already tag champs at one point. At least once, if not two times. But yep. we, we just uh, are fans. <laughs> but, like. Ortiz, I mean, okay, the man clearly needs to take some lessons in uh, how to cut a promo. Tonight, he just seemed like a barbarian. Blood and gods, blood and God. I, it seemed too much for me. Yeah. Um, just, just. Yep. Uh, I agree with uh, DTA Pro Wrestling right here. He wanted uh, OC and Zack Sabre Jr., um, but Danielson is 100%. Yeah, Z- Saber called out Danielson last week, so we'll see if if Danielson could go. That's a match I'd certainly love to see. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, after this confusing segment that we had here, there's a video package highlighting the feud between Darby Allen and Kyle O'Reilly, and uh, Bobby Fish is set to face Darby Allen in a match on uh, Friday's Rampage. Yeah, um, a fitting match for Rampage. Darby will go over, Fish. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They've even been having some stuff on Dark involving Darby and, and Red Dragon. So. Yep. Uh, prior to her match against Dr. Britt Baker, Tony Storm was interviewed by Tony Schiavone. Storm said that she will take the AEW women's division to the level it should be. Your typical uh, AW Dynamite uh, backstage promo with the women. Yep. Short, sweet, to the point. Yep. Although, I mean, I like that, though. I think they need more backstage segments like that, where it's just, I'm going to do this, that's that, boom, I'm out of here, we move on. Yeah. Would still love to see two women's matches every week on Dynamite. But But at least we're getting women twice now. And at least we got a, a fitting one tonight. Yes. Uh. Up next was the AEW All-Atlantic Championship Qualifier, which I wasn't here last week. That belt is beautiful. Yeah, it's a good-looking title. Um, I'm still warming up to the idea of it. I do like how Tony Khan explained it today. It's pretty, he said Americans can definitely go for it, but it's designed more for the international talent. Kind of like the original Intercontinental title. It was you had your USA or your US champion that your American guys went after, and then your intercontinental was everybody else. Well, then the European title late late in its day too. Yes, yes. So, so so I'm okay with it. I I I want to ask you though, Paul, since you didn't get away in last week, are we getting into the territory of too many titles? (sighs) Yes and no. Or is it too early to tell? I think it's too early to tell. Um you got to definitely do something different with battle for the belts then. Uh, because if you're going to have an hour long show, you're going to have to have like five minute matches to fit this all in. I mean, I know at the first battle for the belts, we didn't see all the titles defended. Anyway, we saw some of them, uh, on dynamite. Yeah. 
Um, so getting there, um, cause you gotta, you gotta take in consideration ROH titles too. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing once until ROH really takes off, they're kind of mm-hmm. in a sense piggybacking off of AEW right now. Mm-hmm. So those titles are being seen on AEW and we're going to get to the point if we're not careful where every match is going to have a champion in it. It's the only way to get all the belts shown. Mm-hmm. So, because we're gonna get trios titles eventually, I know. And are we gonna get women's tag titles? I mean, no, well, please, no. I, Just stop. It. Give us the trios and stop there. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's what I'll say. I mean, you don't want to get in NXT ter- ter- territory where you have a million belts. Yeah. Well, everybody was talking about wanting some type of intercontinental championship. That's what we're getting with the all Atlantic championship. So now give us the trios and call it a day. Yep. We'll see what happens. Yep. Uh, so for this qualifier, who is Ethan page representing Canada versus Miro representing, I can never pronounce his country correctly. It's Bulgaria. Is it? Okay. Well, maybe because I can't time, remember. He was, he was announced from Bulgaria at one time. He lives in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Ethan Page lives in Michigan, I think. So now, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Miro picked up the win on this one yeah. with uh, the game over. There was no question about it. When I saw this matchup, I went, "Sorry, Ethan, you're done." Miro's going the whole thing. Oh yeah, he's the first. All Atlantic champion. Even though the match can be awesome. I mean, oh, you it got is. Pac, you got Miro, you're going to have Malachi, which I think he was going to beat Penta anyways, but now with the news of that the AAA talent, so Andrade and the Lucha Bros can't be in Forbidden Door, supposedly. That kind of solves that. And yeah. then uh, I don't know who will be representing New Japan, but uh, it's going to be a great match. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Dante Martin and Matt Seidel cut a promo saying that a new star will be born on Friday's edition of Rampage when he faces John Moxley. And what he call himself? The inhuman Dante Martin? Yeah, I think so. I'm, I don't, I didn't care. I kind of <sighs> almost slept through that part. I, I like Dante Martin in ring, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But paired him with Seidel does nothing. Uh, they just, it feels like a ramp. He feels, he's starting to feel like a Rampage act. Yes. Not yes. that it's a bad thing. I mean, it's, it's a great no. hour show, but I don't know. I it, it just sucks that Darius got hurt again in top flights. I don't. Know. We got a couple they keep injuries. Him in these matchups. He does great showing himself, but you know he's not going to win. Right. I mean, it's Moxley. When is he going to get these big wins? Put him against Fuego. Nah. Yeah, I mean, I know it, it'd be a good win for him, though. But put Get him Fuego like, on Rampage, and there you go. I mean, put him like against a, a mid card, like uh, Ethan Page or uh, yeah. John Spears or something. Yeah, I'm okay with that too. Yeah. Uh, and now it's time for our women's match of the night: Doctor Britt Baker versus uh, Tony Storm. And of course, Britt is accompanied by Jamie Hader and Reba. Uh, we see on. Uh, Thunder Rosa come down to stop Jamie and Reba from interfering. Uh, and Tony Storm picked up the victory. Finally. Yeah. I was going to be livid if Brett won tonight. I know. I know. Um, so they were one and two. So Tony Storm now should be number one, right? Yeah. They, well, they announced it's her and Thunder at Forbidden Door. Yeah, they did. I missed that. That was flashed on the on the main event because okay. there was five minutes left in the show and they started flashing graphics for Forbidden Door. I was so focused on the match. I didn't yeah. pay attention to yep. any of the graphics. I don't believe New Japan's going to have any women on the show. Probably not. They have very little. Kenny Omega took them all. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, so it will be Thunder against Tony Storm. I don't think Tony Storm takes it off Thunder, but it should be another good match. It's going to start a good program, though, if they work it correctly. Yeah. Because, you know, have or lose it, uh, Forbidden Door work up towards All Out, and maybe we see the title change hands there. Maybe. Yeah, that that would be about fitting timeline to see it go to somebody else. Uh, especially if they don't start doing something with <laughs> Thunder's run. Yeah, I know. This, this match was good. Um, Britt sold me. I thought, she, I, I, mean, she, I thought she was really hurt. 
Yeah. So, I mean, she, yeah. I, 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 just the way her body language was, I thought she was kind of out of it. And, uh, nope, she, she sold me pretty good. Well, I guess, you know, when you can work with your boyfriend every week, so you're going to get better when you've got a boyfriend like Adam Cole. Darren Walker on uh, Facebook says, enjoy Osprey versus Dax, uh, but got ruined by Pockets versus Will at Forbidden Door, which is a joke. OC should be nowhere near Will. See, I, I kind of agree there. I don't like the Orange Cassidy stick. He can go in the ring. Um, Osprey, like I said, top five in-ring talent, in my opinion. But, uh, yeah, I, there's no way he goes over Osprey. That's all I'm going to say. Right. Yeah, Osprey wins that match. That's my prediction. There you go. Write it down, Austin. I'm calling Osprey. I think he will too. The more probably, and I, and, and I love that we're getting Osprey on Dynamite every week leading up to it. That's, oh uh, yeah, it's fantastic. great for it helps with people who don't know who Will Osprey is, which clearly the people in attendance do with the pops he's getting. Well, but. and you you watch him. Well, AEW has such a hardcore fan base. Um, they're hardcore for the independents. A lot of them for New Japan and, of course, AEW. So they're they're knowledgeable fans. And, yeah, all you got to do is watch Will Ospreay once. You're like, I got to see more of his matches. Absolutely. Uh, next we go backstage to hear from a hashtag journalist or whatever they're calling him. Publicist. Stokely, publicist. There we go. The publicist for the hashtag Cargill brand. Stokely Hathaway and Guys, get uh, on the mic, man. he is he issued an open challenge and former ring of honor alumni Willow Nightingale accepted the open challenge apparently there's some history between her and Hathaway but Hathaway pretended he had no clue who she was yep yep uh, that'll be a good match that'll be fun yes. Jade to win but that'll be fun well yeah Jade's gonna win that one uh, it's not time to drop it yet uh, Athena's her next big challenger. So, Do you think Athena takes it off her? I still say no, but I think we're okay. getting closer. All right. All right. Uh, well, now it's time for uh, some cowboy stuff. As Hangman Adam Page cowboy, makes his way to the ring, he calls himself an idiot for not thinking that Okada could lose the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Surprise me. <laughs> yeah yeah uh you shared that and i was like wait what <laughs> hey man jay white's red hot right now yes he is um cole interrupts him and uh tells him he's an idiot cole stated that okada would not be present for forbidden door and that I hope that's I'd... not true god i hope that's not true right it's gonna be a bummer i'm hoping they're waiting till next week and he shows up on dynamite and, and sets something up with somebody Exactly. Um, and uh, up then out of nowhere, Jay White uh, hits the Blade Runner on page from behind. White cut a promo on page uh, saying that he and Cole did not call the shots for his championship and that the uh, what'd you say it was for Jay White? Uh, Jay, the Switchblade era. There we go. Yeah. Drew a blank on it. Yeah, uh, I was. You, you threw me off there. I'm like, what, what, what are you talking about? Well, I said, what? Switchblade era. Switchblade yeah. era. Yeah. He's red hot. I mean, he cut a great promo after Dominion last weekend. Uh, it's one of the better heels out there. I really enjoy him. I yes. enjoy his in-ring work. If it's not Hangman, it's not Adam Cole. Is it Kenny? I mean, I want to say yes. I am ready to have the fallen angel back. So if it's not Kenny, or the one winged angel, excuse if, me. If, 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 yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> I, don't see, I like CD, but I don't want to see CD <laughs> against Jay White. I'm sorry. Not now. Maybe, maybe years ago, but uh, so if it's not Kenny Paul, who else could it be? <sighs> you know, if it's, it's gotta be a big name, if it's from, see, this is the problem. If it's from the roster, it's not going to be Wardlow. Danielson. If he's healthy. Uh, if it's the it's only other one that would make sense, the the only true one that would be in my mind absolutely great to watch, just because there's such different styles, but he's been written off TV because he wants fired, is MJF. That would be a big draw. Yeah. Um. But here again, it's not going to happen. 
because he's you know in his storyline right now with TK. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So Danielson maybe if again if he's cleared. Um. Otherwise, man, I just again if it's not Omega, who? Yeah. No. I know it's kind of they built this up all of a sudden without no Hangman, no Adam Cole. And I don't know if Adam Cole would be clear to be on Forbidden Door. Maybe we still get Hangman versus Okada. I mean, I feel like these guys are such big talents. You have to have them on the show. Yeah, yeah. And I think this is the way that you don't put Adam Cole on the show if he's not cleared is he challenges Jay and, you know, thinking that he's going to get yeah. this match against Jay. And Jay uh, goes, yeah, now, nah, dude, yeah. I don't want to face yeah. you. I want this he- person. He didn't think Jay would live up to his moniker of Switchblade. Jay yeah. stabbed him. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. So I, I'm interested to see. I want to see who he's going to take on. That's for sure. I'm still surprised we haven't got more of a Bullet Club presence yet. Maybe I know. Maybe for next week. I See, this is where it's rough because if we go back a year ago uh, when they – when AEW first started really working with uh, Impact and New Japan a little bit, uh, thanks to Moxley and guys like that. And we had some of the Bullet Club with the Good Brothers. And Kenta. And Kenta. And now you've got the Good Brothers joining Jay in that promo against AAW. So it's like, okay, you're not going to come back and team up with the Bucks now. And, and their contracts come up next month, I believe, in Impact. Yeah. Um, there was an interesting picture of the Bullet Club. Everybody's doing the two sweet. But if you look at the Good Brothers, they're doing this. It was just an interesting thing I caught the other day on Twitter. Uh, maybe it becomes the Undisputed Bullet Club. I don't know. I or don't, the I, Elite Undisputed it, Bullet this, Club or something. When, when they announced this, this show, it they acted like it was going to be built around the undisputed elite in the bullet club. And it really hadn't been the case. I don't because that's exactly as Adam Cole announced it. He announced the fact that, you know, the bullet club, the undisputed elite in the announcement that this was happening. Right. And, and then we don't see any interaction between the two. Yep. And, and you got to wonder how much punks injury threw off the rest of the card. Oh yeah. So yeah. Cause I think, I think if punk would have, not gotten injured, we would have seen Punk Okada. No, it was, it was gonna be Punk Tanahashi. Tanahashi, or Tanahashi came out yeah, and, and did this right after that match. So that yeah. was definitely built. I don't know what Moxley would have been doing. Um, Okada, maybe. I mean, hmm? I don't know. I sure, I sure hope Okada can go. I hope so. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, we're we're gonna we're gonna know. I hope I hope by next Wednesday that you and Austin know a pretty much a full card, so you can make your predictions. I don't believe Austin's joining us next week. I think he's gonna be on vacation, but he'll still give me the, his predictions. So okay, all right. Yeah, I'm gonna have to really dial it in. It's gonna be uh, tough. It's gonna be tough. It is, especially because again, we still don't know the full card for right. Forbidden Door, and we might not know it next Wednesday. So. No, we might not. So, I mean, which if that happens, well, you can make your predictions of the matches you know, and then when we know the rest, we'll get the graphic out before Sunday. Yeah, so, so we may start with uh, honestly just predictions and add confidence points right. after. Right. Well, we'll figure out what yeah. we got to do. We got a week. Yep. Uh, but now it's time for the main event. A uh, ladder match for the AEW Tag Team Championships. Jurassic Express versus the Young Bucks. I had a feeling this result was coming. Um, I thought before every all, all this week's events went down, I thought the Hardys were going to be the champs when they were taken out. And they announced uh, yesterday or maybe it was early, earlier this morning that this match was still going on with just these two teams. I was like, all right, the Bucks are going to become our first two-time AEW Tag Team Champions. Yep. It just yep. felt right. It felt like it was time to take the straps oh, yeah. off of Jurassic Express. And and yeah. now you can set up Bucks FTR three for the titles. Yes. I know. I'm ready for that. Mm-hmm. Uh calling FTR on that one. Yep. <laughs> but uh I lost count of the number of tables that got broken this ladder oh, match. The table spots were great tonight. Just oh. awesome. Just awesome. Yes. The first one was a little iffy, but the rest of them were just pure beauty. 
saw Nick Jackson. I think he broke his nose. Yeah, they mentioned that it might be a broken nose. Um, but whew. that last table spot with Luchasaurus going through all the tables that was beautiful. Remind me of Undertaker. Oh, yeah, I'm sitting there going, "All right, well, that's not something I'm going to do. Don't ask me to do that one." And it was fun to see Luchasaurus in this match because yes. he's a different body type than the other three, but he's so agile for a guy his size. It was still fun to see. And Matt Shu coming off just yes. gave me Eddie Guerrero vibes. Yep. yep. It was great. Yep. Yeah, I was I mean, afraid he really hurt his leg. Yeah. That one table spot, but I'm glad to see he was all right. Uh, yeah, me too. Or he truly did hurt it and the adrenaline kicked right. in and he fought through it. And Could could be the case because it smacked the side of that table and that, that yeah. hurts. Yes, it does. Uh, maybe we'll find out on BTE this week. Hopefully we have one. Hopefully it's not just uh, yeah, a, I know. a uh, uncut recap. I didn't even watch it, to be honest. Neither did I. Yep. Uh, but uh, at the end of the night, the Young Bucks are our two-time AEW Tag Team Champions. And as much great action as there was in this match, post-match was where it was for me. I know it was for you, too. We've been talking about it for months now. Almost a, a year. year a, almost, yeah, almost a year in the making. Christian finally turned on Jungle Boy. And how he did it was just beautiful. I mean, he's oh, checking yeah. on the big guy. He gets in there. Doc Sampson's in there. They're helping Jungle Boy out of the ring. Jungle Boy gets one leg out. Christian pulls him back in, hits the end prettier, then goes gets the chair. and Kill one switch. Man, kill switch. Thank you. I knew I wasn't calling it. The, was then prettier in WWE. I knew I wasn't calling it the right name, but I'm like, I'm going with it because I can't it's think of It's close enough. And then he hits the one-man concerto. Oh, uh. chef's kiss. Beautiful Christian Jungle Boy. That's a dynamite main event. Maybe even at a paper, not a pay-per-view main event, maybe even at a pay-per-view, but I don't think they can wait till all out. Give me a no. dynamite. That's your main event. Yes. Yes. Love uh, it. And I mean, you know, next week they're going to ask Christian why he did it. And he's going to go, well, I gave the kid a shot and he turned his back on me and that shot for the title. He didn't win the title. It's only, to, you know, yep. I've spent a year learning what this guy has to offer, studying him every single match. That's why I was out there. And now it's time I get my revenge. And it's time for the Jungle Boy singles push. Yes, it is. You can use Luchasaurus going through four tables off the top of a ladder to ride him off TV for, you know, a month, month and a half. And let Jungle Boy do some single stuff against Christian. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's, it should be a fun feud, and I like I like that. That's how we went off the air tonight. Even though the Young Bucks did get time to celebrate. Yeah, yeah, and uh, the 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 jacket got stuck there a little that, bit. You could tell it was making him mad too, because he's just pulling harder and harder until it finally went a little bit. But uh, yeah, it was. Oh. I I've missed the one man concerto so much. Well, I'm just glad and finally a, one. a long long term storytelling came to fruition. Yes. That's what yes. wrestling's about to me. Yes, we've seen that with MJF Wardlow. Now we've seen it uh with Christian and Jungle Boy. TK knows what he's doing. He does. I mean, of course there's a lot of bumps on the road like there always is. I mean, being a wrestling promoter is not easy. No and being a booker. But uh, this was well done. Great way to end the show. And, and I enjoyed the match. Like I said, a ladder match, a tag team ladder match, especially that's my cup of tea. That's the kind of wrestling I really enjoy. And those belts were way up there. They were. They were. <laughs> they put that first ladder in there, and I went, how's, how's Jungle Boy supposed to even touch those things? Man, and I'm still, every time the Unbucks are on, I'm on the edge of my seat because, I mean, the last two matches they've been in, the Lucha Bros, two weeks ago in Rampage, awesome. Those teams have great chemistry, and then tonight, Young Bucks still prove why they're still one of the best tag teams in the world. Mm-hmm. So, okay, we just saw the Hardys thing. Mm-hmm. The Young Bucks have been referred to as Hardy knockoffs, mm-hmm. even before the Hardys started calling them mm-hmm. that. I thought we were going to see one of the uh, Jackson boys go off the ladder through a table and cost the match. I thought that's where we were going. I, uh, if the Hardys were in this match, 
even before you know everything went down, even after the concussion at double or nothing, I'm going to call it a concussion because that's what it sounds like it was to Jeff. Just the way Jeff is, I was going to feel uncomfortable watching this match. I was going to be excited, mm-hmm. but uncomfortable and nervous because I don't know what Jeff's going to do. Yeah. Yeah, he would have done the same thing he's always done. He would have climbed up top, had the chance. Nobody would have been around. There would have been somebody on a table, everybody else knocked out. He would have had the chance to clearly grab the titles, and he would have jumped off instead. Yep. It really will be interesting to see if they still get one more run or if they kind of just kind of ruin it for him. I don't know. Uh, yeah, because it'll be interesting to see, you know, does Jeff come back from rehab and – go you know what i'm just gonna do backstage stuff i don't want to i don't want to get in the ring again that's what drives me to drink well and and can they keep matt off tv that long no i don't know no he'll be back doing something else he'll be back with the hardy family the andrade hardy family office thing now andrade's with rouge so Exactly. Everybody else is out of the yeah. family, yeah. so yeah. Hardy's going to yeah. come back and pick him back up. Sure. But uh, <laughs> fun, fun show tonight. I thought it definitely had some bumps, yep. some things I didn't like, but I liked more than I didn't. Yeah. So, um, rating overall rating for the night seven six. All right. I'm a little higher than you at seven nine. All right. Close to an eight. Yeah. It it was close to an eight. There were. You know, just some stuff for um, eh, the Jericho Appreciation Society second segment. Right. Um, just kind of ruined it for me. Dan Lambert. God. Yeah. Although I loved watching him throw a temper tantrum like well, a little baby. He's good at that. But yeah. I yeah. Don't know. I'm just tired of the American top two. <laughs> and here's the thing. They kind of gave away that they were going to get in the ring and do something when he's cutting the promo and he's like when you mess with one of us you get us all and then the camera right. flashes to him and yeah. then and uh we could come from here we could come from there or maybe there's two guys in the front row we've already yeah. seen them thanks yeah <laughs> yeah exactly so but uh all right you called it earlier uh when the match was announced are you still going with a, your wrestler of the night i mean i could go young bucks of course but but i won't um, I'll go Will Osprey. Okay. I don't know if I'll be, ever be able to say that again. I found <laughs> an episode of Dynamite. Love that match with him and Dax tonight. All right, all right. Well, I'm not going to agree with you. Uh, I want Come to. On, Paul. I want to, but I'm going to go Christian. I like for it. finally turning on Jungle Boy. I like it. So we knew when they dropped the titles, somebody was turning somewhere, and it was Christian. So it's funny. Christian turns heel. Edge gets turned on. To become a baby face in WWE. Yeah. So. <laughs> after being a heel for like two months. And months. after trying to run their own version of the Bullet Club for the fifth time. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. A very weird setup. Eh, they're in the news today, too. Yes, they are. Uh, I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> uh, it's, it's still it's... developing. I'll wait until there's a full story on it with the result of what happened. And then maybe I'll say we should touch on it. Could get pretty interesting. Oh, the world of wrestling. It's always interesting. Yeah. There's stuff every week that's going on. But yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, all right. Well, you got anything else you want to touch on before we cut out of here? I feel like I should, but I can't think of what it is right now. So we're gonna sign off, and you're gonna yes. go. That's what it was. Well, oh, well. I wanted to give you the stage here for the last few minutes, and you got a big event coming up this weekend. We do out at the uh, Manitow Moose Lodge Family Fun Center, 1107. It's got like 12 different names now. Rochester, Indiana. In Rochester, Indiana. Uh, Functified Wrestling Federation presents Jumpstart. We will have the ring set up in the parking lot of the Moose in Rochester, Indiana. Uh, And a great show lined up for this. Um, Ryan Paradise will defend his FWF hybrid championship against absolute Thomas Mathis. These two are absolute machines. They are both obsessed with working out. So they're in top physical condition and they always give it their all when they're in the ring. And we will see J rock daddy, which you can hear interviewed in uh, the, uh, 
I still need to get the audio up on the podcast platforms. I just realized I hadn't done that yet, <laughs> but it is on all of our social media and you can watch it in entirety on our YouTube channel. Yep. And uh, he will defend his FWF heavyweight championship against Dios Salvador. And after I uh, hear the interview with J rock daddy and the things he had to say about Rochester, uh, praising Dios, he's going to be the savior of Rochester. That's what I'm calling him. So, <laughs> um, still got time to get tickets. Tickets will even be available at the door. You can always hit up the kicking out podcast page. If you want some more information on tickets and how to get them, we can, uh, definitely get you something figured out if you're going to be in Rochester and, uh, come out and enjoy the fun. There's going to be food. There's going to be wrestling. There's going to be water. It's going to be great. Sounds like a great time. Yeah. How can you go wrong? And it's going to be beautiful. We're talking like 80 degrees yeah, for a high. 95 crap. I know. No humidity. 80 degrees. 6 o'clock bell time. So you got to get there about 530 Eastern Standard Time if you're listening to this in a different time zone. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a great show. So come out and check it out. It's the Manitoba Moose Lodge. And it's FWF presents Jumpstart. And you might see a familiar face. You might. You might. I hear there's a guy called Rip Ryerson Jr. who might be there. It took uh, a 619 last week. If you follow us on social media. You yeah, I know. Out. Man, that guy got beat up last week. He deserved it. Yeah. By Dios. I want to see him take a concerto. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh-huh. That's He'll just, take that's a concerto. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah, one man concerto uh, through some tables, maybe uh, through through a guardrail, maybe maybe some demon will come up from under the ring and pull him down. Who knows? You never it know. It all what sounds great to me. Make one of them. Yeah. I want to see one of them happen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll see if we can do that for you. All right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, come out, check out FWF if you want more information. Hit us up on the Kicking Out podcast or our social medias, which we'll get to here in just a minute. Be sure to follow uh, the kicking out podcast on all social media platforms at kicking out pod. And uh, be sure to follow Tanner Lee at Tanner Lee nine two. follow myself at Paul Zartman nine two one. And of course, be sure to uh, give us a like everywhere you listen to your podcasts. And if it happens to be Apple podcast, give us that five star rating. We're working our way up through the podcast list from, you know, very bottom. We want to be in the top 100 at some point. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be great. Uh, can't Those darn ad-free shows, they keep getting more and more. They're up to 13 podcasts, and they're, they're just ruling the, the pro wrestling podcast world right now. So that's yeah. the darn Conrad at the Conradison, man. <laughs> he gets you every single time. And, hey, when you're swinging by the uh, KOP uh, social media platforms click in the description there are two links to two different stores to buy kicking out podcast merchandise this way you can support a great podcast and you'll look fantastic while you do it and anything else Tanner? i think you nailed it paul uh looking right. forward sorry looking forward to next week's podcast as uh, the road to forbidden door continues all right well with that for Tanner Lee, I'm Paul Zartman. Join us again next week as we kick out yet another podcast.